The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through the Word, without whom not one thing came into being. What has come into being in the Word was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light, the true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. The light was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, to all who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of the blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen His glory, the glory as of a Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to Him and cried out, This was the one of whom I said, The one who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. The law, indeed, was given through Moses. Grace and truth come through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made God known. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Where is home for you? Is home the place where you currently live? Maybe the place where you were born feels a little more like home. Did you miss going home for the holidays this year? During this time of pandemic, we've been told time and again to stay home to protect the health and safety of our neighbors, of our loved ones. Yet, some of us can't stay home because our jobs can't be done from home or because we are called to or maybe even forced to put our lives on the line to care for others. Too many of us, of course, literally have no place to call home. Sometimes when we return to the place that once felt like home, we aren't welcomed back. And sometimes we don't feel at home no matter where we go. After a family emergency in 2017, I found myself going back home to West Tennessee a lot more often 
to care for my dad's affairs while he was recovering from a motorcycle accident. I've been away from Jackson, Tennessee for 20 years, so it isn't surprising that when I go back to the town where I grew up, it doesn't feel like home. During those times, I would go back to my dad's house, but my dad wasn't there. He was in the hospital. His girlfriend and some of her family were there, but I didn't really know them very well. And the house where he lived, well, it wasn't the house that I knew growing up. That house was destroyed in a tornado in 1999 and was rebuilt. But there are moments. There are moments when I would get up early and sit out on the front porch sipping coffee, and I would remember. I would remember that my grandparents spent countless hours on that porch, the porch of the old house, sipping coffee and waving at everyone who walked by or drove by. I would remember running around the back of the yard with my cousins and accidentally catching a nail on the side of the house with the palm of my hand. That was the thing that hurt the most when I was a child. I would remember the sound of the old gravel driveway when one of my seven aunts or uncles pulled in for a visit. In those moments, I remembered the sense of welcome and embrace that I experienced, however long ago and far away those memories seemed to be. And I suppose in those moments, I got even just a little sense of what it feels like to be at home. Though according to the liturgical calendar, this is the second Sunday of Christmas, we might well call it Homecoming Sunday. But like our various relationships to the idea of home, it's a complicated sort of homecoming, yet one that holds great hope for us all. We hear once again this evening the great hymn of the incarnation of God becoming flesh from the first chapter of John's gospel, the same gospel we hear on Christmas Day. Now for me, this is the Christmas story, the Christmas song, but it's not the angels and shepherds away in a manger, no crib for his bed Christmas story, or is it? John sings of the Word made flesh, of God born into this world, into the manger of our hearts and our bodies. Acclaimed by angels, made known first to shepherds, this birth is the birth of true life for all people and all creation. God desires to make a home not just in Mary's womb, not just in our hearts, but in our very bodies. God desires to make a home not just in your body or in mine, but also in this earth, in our neighborhoods, and in everything that has breath. Yet, John writes, he was in the world, and the world came into being through him, Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. 
God who was far off has become near in the mortal flesh of Jesus. And God has come to dwell with us, to make a home with us. Yet, God doesn't only come to make a home with people who may look or behave or vote like you or like me. God desires to make a home also, or maybe especially among those who have been made outcasts. Those for whom, like the Christ child, the powerful and the privileged of this world can find no room. Author, poet, and Trappist monk Thomas Merton writes, Into this world, this demented inn, in which there is absolutely no room for him at all, Christ comes uninvited. But because he cannot be at home in it, because he is out of place in it, and yet he must be in it, his place is with the others for whom there is no room. His place is with those who do not belong, who are rejected by power because they are regarded as weak, those who are discredited, who are denied status of persons, who are tortured, bombed, and exterminated, with those for whom there is no room, Christ is present in this world. I think back to those times in Tennessee when I was at home, yet not. I think of those times when I have felt like I wasn't at home anywhere. I think of all the places in the world where it seems like we have not received, not accepted, not made a home for the gift of God made flesh. I think of how we're only nine days into our celebration of Christmas, and we've already started to reject and push away the very beloved of God among whom Christ has come to dwell. We celebrate Christmas. Yet, our actions and our choices too often say, well, God couldn't possibly have come to dwell in this person. God couldn't possibly have come to dwell in that place. He came to his own, and his own people did not accept him. I find myself wondering, even during the celebration of Christmas. Can there really be redemption and restoration for this weary world? Yet, we do take heart this Christmas because the weary world does rejoice. The prophet Jeremiah sings of this great Christmas homecoming. See, I am going to bring them from the land of the north and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth, among them the blind and the lame, those with child and those in labor, together a great company. They shall return here. The word is made flesh. All earth rejoices. Heaven and nature sing. God has come to dwell with us to make us people of God, to make all things new. Will 
we receive Him, as He comes to dwell in us, as He comes to make His home in and with us, in all humanity, in all the earth? Will we find room? Will we make room for God? Perhaps this is our work of Christmas in this new year of 2021. Poet Robert Herrick writes, Why does the chilling winter's morn smile like a field beset with corn? Or smell like a meadow newly shorn, thus on a sudden, come and see the cause why things thus fragrant be. Tis he is born, whose quickening birth gives life and luster, public mirth, to heaven and the under-earth. We see him come, and know him ours, who with his sunshine and his showers turns all the patient ground to flowers. The darling of the world is come, and fit it is, fit it is, we find a room to welcome him. Amen.